Hello and welcome to another episode of the Larry's Pop Pod. I'm Chris Larry. I'm Amelia Larry. This episode, we are going to be doing holiday movie extravaganza. And we have two guests, my Uncle Joe and my friend Nico. Reoccurring friends of the pod who will be joining us as we talk about different aspects of holiday movies. Now, we did a little bit of this back in the summer. We previewed summer movies, then we followed up with some reviews of them. The holiday season is another big time for movies where they release a lot of movies. Because you all know Star Wars. It comes out every Christmas. Basically, yes, you're right. So we're going to review some movies that we've already seen this holiday season. We're going to preview some ones that we're super excited about, and we're going to go even a little bit more in-depth looking at some of the trailers for the Star Wars Last Jedi movie. But first, let's do a little bit of uh, business, a little bit of house cleaning. It's been a while since we've done a show, so we apologize that we've taken a little bit of a break. Any reasons for that, Amelia? Well, one, it's Thanksgiving, it's the start of school, everything's kind of like a rush, and it's been hard. That's why we like to give you that uh, Halloween one back in October. So, if you didn't see that one, go back and listen to it. So we got a bunch of stuff planned over the next couple of months, though. So we'll be back into probably regular podcasts, either Larry's Pop Pods or Mini Pops. Uh, a couple other pieces of house cleaning. One, remember, we are always love to have people submit segments. Uh, you get two free movie passes, so this is a good reminder. If you get excited by any of the holiday movies that we talk about and you want to get two free movie passes, then record a segment for us and send it in for us to use in a future episode. You could think about anything. You could think of a new toy you got for Christmas. You could think of a Lego set. Even things like, let's say you've got a new robot. That's right. So that's lots of things uh, that you could, in fact, do and talk about. One last thing is we're trying to get our reviews and ratings up on iTunes because that helps other people find the podcast. We want to get to 10 written reviews on iTunes. Once we get to 10, we are going to pick one of those people randomly and they're going to get a Brooklyn bandana. So Brooklyn Bandana is one of our sponsors of the show, uh, one of our great friends. They do great products. And so if you are one of 10 people to review, you will be maybe eligible to win a Brooklyn Bandana. And um, someone who is from Brooklyn Bandanas came and she did the fidget spinner one with us. So you should also check that out. That's right. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is review some movies that we've already seen, or at least that you've already seen, Amelia. Mm -hmm. You went and saw Wonder recently. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that movie? Wonder comes from this novel. I do not know who it's written by, but it is a very great novel that it's read alouds in fourth grade classes. People read it by their own. And even some grand, like, even some parents read it by themselves. So it is an all age book called Wonder, again. And Wonder is about a deformed child and him going to middle school. So it was written by uh, a Raquel Jeremilio. Uh, I think I got that right. Maybe not. And actually, under the pen name, of R.J. Palacio. So she wrote it under a 
different a different title. So you could might you might know it from either one of those names. So, well, first of all, tell me what you thought of the movie. I myself haven't read the book yet, but the movie, it was, like, so breathtaking. Like, what this boy struggles with, what he finds his way out of, the, the strategies he uses, is incredible. But I did hear some murmuring that the movie did get a little bit wrong. The book was different from the movies, and that's always happens, right? Books are always different from movies if they're the same story. So what were some of the themes of the movie? The themes were, like, friendship and, like... Basically, determination. He stuck with it the whole time. And there's a big surprise at the end. I'm not telling you. Spoiler alert. So, what was the issue he was struggling with? Um, I think his eyes were a little bit low. And he had a lot of surgeries. So, he had, like, crinkles on his face. So, he had kind of a deformed face? Yeah. And he was self-conscious about that. Mm-hmm. What were some of the emotions that the movie made you feel? Well, it's kind of hard to feel emotions while you're staring at a screen, but I felt it a is. Lot it's of, hard to feel emotions when you watch a movie for me All right. and other kids. Okay, but for me, it felt like it just felt like kind of sad and like I need to know more, curious basically, but sad at the same time. Did you went with a bunch of kids for a birthday party? I think right. Yes. So what was the what were the other kids saying about the movie afterwards? Afterwards, they were like the movie was so good. I loved the movie. The book was different uh different from the movie as I said before. And they kind of took it all in and said that was amazing. You're going to be reading the the book later on uh in the school year? Yes. Do you think it's going to be weird to read the book after you've seen the movie? A little bit. Then I can, like, like I usually like to read the book before the movie. But I think, in this case, it'll be fun trying a new thing. Yeah, I definitely like to see the movie after I've read the book, too. But you, you never know. What would you... So, what do you want to do? Out of ten stars, thumbs up, thumbs down... Um, you want to give it a Rotten Tomato score? How would you... How would you rate Wonder in the end? Okay, so it's thumbs up. Okay. It's... I'd probably say a nine. Wow. From one to ten. Big score, okay. Yeah. And the Rotten Tomatoes would be 90. Okay, so you'd give it a 90 Rotten Tomatoes. All right, so high recommendation for Wonder, the first holiday movie uh, that Amelia has seen. I have not seen it yet. Uh, We will be back right after this, actually talking about a movie that we've both seen, Coco, the new Pixar movie, with special friend of the pod, Joe Moyer. So, be back. Brooklyn Bandanas, Brooklyn Bandanas, get out and get one today. Brooklyn Bandanas, Brooklyn Bandanas, no time to waste a rate. You can wipe your tears if you're feeling blue. Avoid a redneck and attract one too. You can hail a cab, wave it in the air. Put it in your back pocket, shake it year to year. You can wrap it, wear it, dab it, tie it, hold it, knot it, wave it, buy it. Brooklyn Bandanas, Brooklyn Bandanas, get out and get one today. Go to www.brooklynbandanas.com to get yours today. All right, and welcome back to the Larry's Pop Pod. Uh, Amelia and I are joined by friend of the pod, Joe Moyer. Welcome back, Joe. Thanks for having me. Now, little known fact before we jump into what we're going to talk about today is that the last time that friend of the pod, Joe Moyer, joined us and we did our recap of your time at uh, Ocean City, Maryland, Fenwick Island, it was the most 
downloaded podcast of Larry's Pop Pod history. Joe, how do you feel about that? I felt good. My family and I probably did about, you know, 27 of those. So I hope it didn't skew the numbers. But, you know, we've got a big family down here and everyone wanted to hear my beautiful niece's take of her beach trip. All right. So what we're, we're here today is uh, this segment will air as part of our holiday movie extravaganza. And we just saw Coco, the new Pixar film, yesterday as part of our Thanksgiving. Uh, so let's get our hot takes. Amelia, what do you think of Coco? Coco is a very kid-centered movie, I think. It has skeletons. It is about a kid. I heard someone crying in the movie theater, so I don't know if it's for, like, little kids, because skeletons. It's very family-centered, too, because his family doesn't like music, but he wants to be a musician, so there's all those conflicts. Joe, what was your hot take? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was was a great uh, film... I think for kids and families, it talked about traditions and Miguel, the young boy who wanted to follow his dream, but his family wanted him to work in their shoe factory. So um, I thought uh, for me, Pixar did a good job with the stunning and brilliant colors and uh, the way they use animation. I wanted to pause the screen many times because I couldn't actually capture everything on the screen. It was uh, it was amazing. Yeah, there was times you could definitely like look at one corner of the screen and like kind of get lost and not even be paying attention to the movie. I agree on that one. So it's set in Mexico and you know, it's a sort of a lot of uh, sort of themes of Mexican culture. Uh, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, family, mariachi, music culture. So it was very much set in uh, sort of a Mexican culture, which is it was sort of nice to see. It's sort of a little different representation in a Pixar movie, exploring different cultures. Uh, it was it's Pixar's big holiday movie release, and I thought it was one of the more successful ones of late. I'm not as into the Cars movies, which they keep making, so I thought it was a little bit better than those. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things was I'm not going to remember the name. Maybe one of you two can, but the the little Mexican toys, which you actually have a few of them, Amelia, those little colorful animals, and the winged panther cat or whatever. Yes, very that was cool. insanely colorful. That was maybe my favorite thing in the movie. That was pretty vibrant. I think they're called like spirit animals. Yeah, they were spirit guides. They helped take the spirits across into yeah. the land of the dead. And then the use of, you know, we had real music, right? I mean, they they were playing guitar, they were singing, it was very upbeat, and I thought, um, you know, for the families around Thanksgiving time, it was great. And then, you know, my sister Mary went in early to find seats, and we were actually the first ones in the theater, Amelia, so we were alone, waiting, eating our popcorn. It was a great family memory for me here in Maryland with uh, my family from New York. We did, yes, we went on Black Friday, and so I think the mall was crazy but i guess maybe people don't go to the movies on it i thought they did but it wasn't as even the other theaters didn't seem as hopping so i guess everyone was too busy shopping were you were you sad that you weren't shopping no i think watching a movie and sitting down for two hours is better than walking around oh you do okay (laughs) you like both let's just be honest so one of the things that was about family traditions so Amelia, what's one of your family traditions around Thanksgiving that you like the most? I like when we have this one dish at Thanksgiving meal, sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. It's so good! Okay, so you went right to the food. Joe, what's one of your Thanksgiving traditions? Well, I like having you guys come down to Maryland. I want to keep that going um, for years to come. And we always talk about what we're thankful for, and I enjoy having the kids kind of go around and um, you know give their toasts and what they're thankful for. And it's very good to have family together 
in the DMV for Christmas. I mean, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Somewhere in I'm, there. I'm going ahead to Christmas already. Come back, please. The Thanksgiving to Christmas stretch. Well, it is the holiday season. Any other final takes on Coco, Amelia? Maybe, you know, you've seen now, we'll, review, we'll be, uh, excuse me, we will be reviewing Wonder, which you've also seen, and then previewing some of the other holiday movies that we're excited about. Where do you think this one's going to rank, if you would predict, in the holiday movies? Um, I think it will do well. Um, I don't know if it will do better than Wonder because that book is like stellar and everyone wants to um, read Wonder, so they'll get to see it. So I don't. I think it'll maybe be third place. Wonder will be maybe first, and something else will be second. Oh wow! You're predicting Wonder's gonna be the number one box office movie of the holidays. I mean, it's really. It's a really good movie, and I think people might see it twice. Okay, well, we'll see. I think there's some others that might beat it out, but but we'll see. And we'll get your personal ranking maybe later in a future episode once you've seen a bunch of these holiday movies, which we'll be talking about a little bit more. Maybe we'll get a friend of the pod, Joe, to say what is one other movie in the holiday season you're looking forward to maybe seeing. Well, you know, we were looking at uh, maybe Justice League or Thor at, during uh, yesterday's Black Friday movie run. But I really, I'm glad we picked Coco because I enjoy seeing the kids and their reactions during these uh, kid-friendly movies. So I think as an adult, to take a kid to the movies, uh, it was a good choice. And uh, Justice League may have to wait for um, Netflix or On Demand. Yeah, we will see. We'll be debating Floor, floor uh, Justice League Thor in another part of this episode. And uh, we'll be doing a little head-to-head superhero match. But stay tuned for the rest of this episode for more on that. Thanks, Joe, for returning guests. Thanks for having me. And I cannot wait to listen and download many, many times. <laughs> All right, and give us one thing out. One reason to see Coco. One reason to see Coco, because this is a good movie for Thanksgiving. Good point. All see right. but We'll be back. Hi, I'm Amelia Larry from the Larry's Pop Pod. Did you know you can find us on your favorite podcasting apps? Look for the Larry's Pop Pod on iTunes, Google Play Store, and Stitcher. You can see links in show description. Hello and welcome back. Now we are going to talk about some trailers that we saw over this holiday season. That's right. We're going to talk about some of the movies that we're most excited about and hopefully maybe we'll see uh, and that maybe you should think about checking out. The first two movies that we want to talk about are actually in theaters right now and that is Thor, Ragnarok, and Justice League. Versus each other. Right. Because they're kind of both big superhero team movies. One Marvel... One DC, basically the Avengers versus the Justice League. They even have one of the same creators in in uh, common, Josh Whedon, has worked on both of these franchises. And we probably have the opportunity to see a movie next Saturday evening, and it's going to be one of these two. Um, and so we're going to talk about a little bit about which one we kind of want to see. Um, we want to see both movies, but based on the trailers and based on our excitement level... We're going to sit here and try to see which one we might see next Saturday night. So, um, what? where are you leaning? I'm leaning towards Justice League. Justice League? Yeah. Okay, why? Because I feel like we all know that Wonder Woman came out. Right. Wonder Woman's in this and a bunch of other people. Superman, so, Aquaman, Flash, yeah. Batman, yeah. Thor, I just didn't really, really seem important. I think it was cool because... In Justice League, 
they're fighting these huge, um, huge like mosquito guys, which I think is really funny. And I saw a little, a lot of humorous parts in the trailer, so I'm excited. And remember how we said there was slow-mo parts in the Wonder Woman trailer? It's the same. I feel like there's some, they're trying to put some connection to Wonder Woman movie in this, because Wonder Woman got great reviews. And it was a big hit. So they're yeah. definitely trying to make that. Now, I have to say, I'm on the opposite side of this. I, would, I think Thor is going to be a much better movie. First of all, I'm a Marvel over DC guy anyway. <gasps> I know Wonder Woman's cool and all that, but I like I've always since I was a kid liked Marvel better. Thor to me looks like a more colorful, a more fun. It looks like it's funny. It looks like it's going to be a lot more fun than Justice League. And by the way, it's getting way better reviews. I think it's Rotten Tomatoes critic score is something like 40 or 50 points above Justice League and the fan one I think was maybe right around the same but I think the fans were liking Thor just a little bit more. But we can say different than the reviewers. Our opinion doesn't always have to connect to the reviewers. I'm just saying that it's obvious what most people which movie most people are like liking more. Justice League to me, I'm not a fan of the the move outside of Wonder Woman, I'm not a fan of Batman vs Superman. Uh, movie. I'm not a fan of the creative team behind the DC universe in, in, in the movies. So it looks like, it just does not look like that as much fun as Thor does at the theater. I agree with you that I don't really like Batman and Superman. Batman versus Superman, sorry. But I think overall, this one is mainly centered on Thor. But I like something that is mostly centered of a group of superheroes working together. It doesn't always have to be one person saving the day. All right. Well, I think in Thor it's Hulk. It's a couple other people. So anyway, we're going to decide. This will probably be up online for you to listen to with at least four or five days until we might go to the movie theater. So please reach out to us on Instagram, at the Larry's Pop Pod, or Twitter, ChrisLarry33, or on my Chris Lawrence Facebook account and help us decide. Help convince us which we should see first because we're going to see both movies, but which we should see first and definitely in the movie theater. Join Amelia's team. Which is Justice League or join my team which is Thor Ragnarok. Now, a couple other movies that we got excited about watching and two that kind of seem very similar are, why don't you introduce these? The Man Who Invented Christmas which is about a man writing a book that is about the ghost of Christmas. And then versus The Greatest Showman, which is about P.T. Barnum creating the first circus. So both these movies are kind of historical dramas about very famous people. So in the, the Man Who Invented Christmas is about Charles Dickens, who's a famous English writer who wrote The Christmas Carol. Everyone knows that story, The Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future. Uh, he also wrote a bunch of other very famous novels. And Christmas Carol, kind of the stuff, the traditions, the way he talked about Christmas is actually what a lot of our modern Christmas uh, traditions are sort of based on. That That's why the name. So that's, and it kind of, it, it has has the the actual characters from the Christmas Carol kind of in his imagination talking to him and kind of walking him through kind of the thought process of that. It it looks entertaining. It looks like a good a good Christmas, a good holiday movie. Uh, it's got some great actors in it. I think Christopher Plummer's in it. I think the guy who played Beast in Beauty and the Beast uh, plays Charles Dickens. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but. Uh, 
It looks pretty good. And the other one, why don't you give a little bit about P.T. Barnum? So P.T. Barnum is a very, very famous, I guess, ringmaster? Ringmaster, yeah, entertainer. Yeah. You probably know P.T. Barnum as the guy who walked 22 elephants against Uh, along the Brooklyn Bridge. But no, P.T. Barnum is a big person because he invented the first circus. When he was feeling down, he could not support his family. He thought, let's start a circus together when what, like, people could never see, like, you would see in a circus. Uh, It's a a musical, um, so they sing and dance during this, and it stars... Hugh Jackman, who some of you might know as playing Wolverine in the X-Men movies, but he's also a song and dance man. He's been on Broadway. He's good at singing and dancing. He plays P.T. Barnum. So these are two movies that are very similar. So maybe these are another one where you might decide, do I want to see kind of a historical movie that kind of makes you feel good? It's kind of about how people can overcome different things, um, how inspirational ideas you have to sort of persist through. But that's The Greatest Showman, which is about P.T. Barnum, and The Man Who Invented Christmas about Charles Dickens. I think I'm on The Greatest Showman's side. Wow, we're just on opposite sides, because I think I'm on uh, The Man <laughs> the man Who Invented Christmas. I don't like movie mu- musicals very much, and so the idea of singing through this, uh, I don't know. I also think the historical representation of... Dickens is going to be more accurate than this kind of showy P.T. Barnum. I don't think they're going to look at some of the negative things about P.T. Barnum, I'm guessing. But two very interesting holiday movies that we definitely noticed when we were watching a bunch of trailers. And I think you should all vote for me on Justice League and The Greatest Showman. Okay, so we know where we're picking sides. All right, the last movie that we're going to talk about here uh, is The Breadwinner. Let me give you... So, The Breadwinner is a new animated movie uh, actually made by the same creative team of Nora, uh, Nora Toomey and some of the same producers as the movies, animated movies that we love. Song of the Sea and The Secret of the Kells. Which, by the way, if you have not seen either one of those movies, run, don't walk to Amazon or Netflix or On Demand and watch those movies. They're amazing. Yeah. You can't you can't watch The Breadwinner without seeing Song of the Sea or Secret of the Kells. Well, you can because they're yeah. not the same story, but you really should see all of these this creative team's output. But let's talk about The Breadwinner. Uh, it's also based on a on a on a famous novel. Um, now, Song of the Sea and Secret of the Kells were kind of based in kind of Irish, Welsh, kind of in, Northern Ireland myths and legends. This one is based in actually Afghanistan in 2001, and this young girl, her father is arrested by the Taliban, and so she realizes that she can move around more in Afghanistan as a boy than she can as a girl. So she dresses up as a boy to investigate in trying to get her father back. Yeah, she cuts her hair and starts selling things to support her family. Right. So that's the name Breadwinner. This looks like it's just going to be an incredible movie. I, I love this creative team. The animation looks wonderful. It's very inspired by Studio Ghibli and uh, Mizaki. The, these animators and, and this creative team is very influenced by him. So if you like uh, his style of movies, which we love, right? We love Studio Ghibli. Yeah, it's like Totoro and everything. So I think it's very much in that vein. It's about humanity. It's about people overcoming struggles. What makes you want to see this? 
the most? I'm going to see it because it kind of, it like, I want to see how problems get solved in this one. Because she, she's in a really tough situation because she only has her sisters and her mother. And the only thing that can support her is a boy. So she has to sacrifice so I think this is one we definitely want to see in the movie theater. It's also coming out this holiday season. I think it's going to be a very emotional movie. And similar to, we talked about, we reviewed Coco earlier in this episode. And one thing I really like about both of these animated movies, one I've seen and one I haven't, is they kind of start to explore cultures that aren't necessarily, you know, kind of white, European. They look at different cultures and in the way, different ways different people live. Yeah, like Coco was in Mexico, centered, so... This one's in Afghanistan. So we don't always have to hear stories about just sort of uh, white European characters. So The Breadwinner, that's the last one we're going to talk about this. So let's go over, you know, the movies that we're most excited about are Justice League. Versus Thor. Versus Thor. But we're excited about both. Yeah. Um, The Man Who Invented Christmas versus The Greatest Showman. And The Breadwinner. Which, and we want to see all of these movies. If you had to pick one of these you want to see the most, which would it be? Oh, my God. Um, probably The Breadwinner? I think I agree. The Breadwinner. Yeah, all right. we're on the same page for that. So we'll be back in just a couple seconds. Uh, we'll be joined by friend of the pod, Nico. And we'll be talking about the movie that we're most excited for, as is basically the rest of the world. And that is Star Wars the Last Jedi. We'll be breaking down the trailers and talking about uh, some theories about what might be going on in that movie and just getting our excitement through the roof. And I really, really hope that this is not the last one in the series of the movies. No, I think there's a one, at least one more in this in this story. Cycle. Oh my god, this is the saddest thing. All right, so we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Chris Larry from the Larry's Pop Pod. Just want to let you know about how you can contact us and how you can interact with us online and on social media. You can find us on Instagram at the Larry's Pop Pod. That's where we like to do a lot of our engagement. Um, we're going to have some contests coming up, and that's a fun space to keep along with the podcast. Um, you can also. Find us on Twitter at ChrisLarry33, or you can always email us at ChrisLarry33 at gmail.com. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Hello, and welcome back to the Pop Pod. As promised, we are joined by friend of the pod, Nico. Welcome back to the show, Nico. You're pretty excited about being back with us. We saved the probably the best for last. This is our this is part of our holiday movie extravaganza. Yeah. And the probably the movie that most people, everyone, and especially us, are excited for this holiday season and for holiday seasons until eternity is new Star Wars movies. Real quick, on a scale of one to ten, what is your excitement for Star Wars The Last Jedi, Nico? I don't think like maybe eight. Eight, not, okay. Not Amelia? ten. Amelia? Nine. Um, I'm going to take it home. I'm going to go ten. I'm excited as heck. Now, we've all watched multiple trailers multiple times. Is that correct? Yes. All right. What are some things in the trailers that we're seeing that is making us more excited? And then we'll also talk about some things that are making us nervous. Uh, So what are we excited about from the trailer? Uh, Nico, start. I'm excited that, like, 
Luke's back and like Ray, like he kind of teaches Ray. Yeah, he's almost like kind of the Yoda figure in this one, right? It almost reminds me in Return of the Jedi when Luke goes and studies with Yoda, and Yoda's like old and cranky. He's like, oh, you. Uh, this, it's like Luke is the Yoda, and Ray is more like Luke was. That's kind of my interpretation. Yeah. What are what are some things from the trailer that that you're excited to buy, Amelia? That you're seeing? Um, I excited. I'm excited because all the like little mini monsters that Star Wars has are coming together in this one. Like, like which there's, ones? Um, there's this new one, Chewbacca, BB-8, and R2-D2. So the new one is called a Porg. You might have seen in the trailer that cute little like fluffy ball. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the description. Can you what? Make the sound. Oh, you know the sound the porgs make. That's what they make. It was kind of like that. He's like like literally like screamed in the trailer. I predict that porgs are gonna be crazy popular. Halloween. I predict everyone's gonna want one. They're gonna be a great stuffed animal. I predict one thing. Who wants to hear what the official description of a porg is? Me. Me. All right. So this is from. Wikipedia, get it? What? Wikipedia instead of Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It says about a porg. Porgs are a seabird species native to planet Aktu, where Jedi Master Luke Skywalker made his exile in the years following the victory over the Galactic Empire. The creatures who dwelled on the cliffs of the island where Skywalker lived could build nests and fly. Male porgs are known to be slightly bigger in size than females, and baby porgs were called Porglets. A flock of porgs was known as a murder. What? That's bizarre. A a flock of uh, them are called a murder? Okay, that's very bizarre. Murder? Yeah, that's very. We're going to have. We need more explanation. I saw one more. What? It was like this ice fox, like a fox icicles growing off of it. Oh, I know why it might be called a murder because they're really strong or something. Maybe as a group? In the pack, so like they can like. Kill, like, the Empire or something like that. The one thing I was most excited for when I saw this was... Uh, I think that we're going to see the return of the Adats. Right? Yeah. Isn't that in the trailer? Yeah. So, uh, I love Adats. They're new, but they have, like, eyes, like, red, kind of. Yeah, that's one thing I'm very excited for. Let's do a round of something in the trailers that is making you nervous. Like, maybe it's not going to be very good, or it's going to be silly or emotional. Uh, Nico, you want to go? Yeah, I think in the trailer, this doesn't happen for sure. It shows Kylo Ren and his ship go in. It's like, and I think it looks like he's probably going to kill Princess Leia, his mom. Whoa, that's a big theory. That's your theory about the new movie? Yeah, because it shows him like... With the target, and he, like, presses it. That would be very sad, but you know what? I think I may agree with your theory. Yeah. And here's why. Because we all know that the actress who played Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, actually died last year. So they can't really have her in the movies for much longer because she can't. So I think that makes me think you might be right. And I agree. In the trailer, it does look like that's going to happen. It also looks like, um, like, Rey, she, like, kind of takes Kylo Ren's hand and as Amelia told me, she says that that's what Kylo Ren did 
to um, Han Solo and then stabbed him. So oh. no, he threw him off the bridge. Well, he stabbed him he and then threw him off. Yeah. He did no, both. He, he was on the. No, he ran his sword. His oh, lightsaber yeah. threw him and then threw him off. It was yeah. a two. It's a double whammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I think you may. I think we'll see. You may be very right about that, which then would mean that Kylo Ren would have killed his mom and his dad, and, and that's never a good idea. And also Ray. She might also like not kill Ray, but like that is a possibility. But I don't think he's gonna kill Ray because then I think that would be tough. Yeah, but like he's probably gonna kill or not kill, but like he's like gonna do something. Like probably when he might like take her hand or do something. One thing that I might make a bold prediction about watching the trailers is it kind of looks like Ray might be tempted and may even go to the dark side. Have you oh seen evidence God. for that? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. That would be very, very she's, disturbing. She's overwhelmed by all this thing. She just thinks of the stupid thing to do. Right. I think you might be right. Anything that's from the trailers, Amelia, that's making you nervous about this movie, whether it's just something sad in the movie itself or something that you think is going to make the movie kind of not as good? I have something that's going to make the movie not as good. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not really funny. Usually Star Wars movies have a little bit, a, at least a little bit of humor in it. But, yeah, I just don't see any humor from this trailer. You think it's going to be too heavy, too dark? Yeah, I think it just is so dark. It, like, just looks like, I don't know, like, I don't, like, think it's going to be as good because it looks, like, too dark, kind of. Like, like I at least like some, like, jokes, like... You like a couple jokes? Yeah. At least, like, Like, kind of, like, like, um, not a lot, but, like, like like kind of of medium, kind of, just, like, a little less than medium. Well, that's one of the reasons why Guardians of the Galaxy is so great, right? Because it has lots of jokes. Yeah, also, this one's, like, looks, like, very intense, like, lots of stuff's gonna happen. It just looks, like, kind of creepy and, like... Scary. Well, if you remember the original trilogy, the scariest, most intense one of the three was Empire Strikes Back, and that was which was the middle one. And there, this one's going to be a story in three parts, too. And guess what this one is? What? The middle one. So if you kind of follow that thinking, then it, yeah. you might be right. It might be some really dark, bad things happening. Because remember in Empire Strikes Back, Luke loses yeah. his hand. Uh, they get blown up on Hoth. Han Solo gets turned into carbonite. That's where a lot of the bad stuff happens. And then remember... He shows his face, right? A little bit. He shows his face. Is a little bit. But you know, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Maybe that's it. What's your... uh, Many of you rank your top three favorite Star Wars movies before this new one, because maybe this new one would take over. Uh, Nico, you first. What was the sixth one? I forgot the name. Return of the Jedi? Yeah, like that one probably first. Second is maybe like the fourth one. And third is... Empire Strikes Back. What's the, the fourth one you mean? Which one? The Star Wars? The original one? Yeah, like... So you'd say Return if, of the Jedi, Star Wars, then Empire Strikes Back. If not, then, like, switch Empire Strikes Back for a second and then. But I think those three are, like, my favorite. I saw them first. I think those ones are, like, m- my favorite, like... Of all time? Yeah. Do you think this new one has a chance to be in your top three? Not really. No? Okay. Bold prediction. Amelia? Okay. Um, I think... Return of the Jedi, as he said. I think, uh, what? Empire Strikes Back? No. The second back. The first Oh, uh, a Rogue One? No. Force Awakens? Yeah, Force Awakens, and then 
Empire Strikes Back. All right, I'll give you my top three are the original Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and my third favorite, which I think is one of the best Star Wars movies I've ever seen, Rogue One. I love Rogue One. Force Awakens is better than Rogue One. Oh, stop it. Nico, break the tie. I don't really like Force Awakens that much. Or I like it. No, I like it like a lot, but like I don't think it's like my favorite. And Rogue One, I don't think is my favorite either. But out of those two, which one do you like better? It's kind of hard. I don't know. Oh, come on. Take a side. Pick a side. (laughs) Let's see. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. You have Rogue to... One has like less jokes, I feel like. Well, I am the force and the force is me. But uh no. I Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies of all time. You guys but are nuts. The it's great. other one But Rogue One's also like really sad. Yeah, because everybody really, dies. Literally, yeah, like, yeah, literally everybody yeah. dies. I think that, I think that's kinda cool myself. And then the Force Awakens, like people die but like not the big characters. No. Well, Han Solo dies. Well, I know, yeah, but, but like, I gotta say, I haven't seen both of them in like a while. The I think I saw Rogue One like closer, so I kind of forget about a Force, the Force Awakens. Like, well, you know what? Here's a pro I tip. I think they're both on Netflix. Yeah, they're both. They are? Yeah, so you need to get up on that. I'm gonna see them. Yeah. All right, so, Nico, big question. Will you join us when we actually record our review of the movie and come back for your third appearance on the Pop Pod to review Star Wars The Last Jedi? Yes! All right. Can we go down again? And maybe. Do I was thinking maybe we'll do that. Yes! Do something like that. We'll do a repeat. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the end uh, of this episode of our holiday movie extravaganza. Extravaganza! And so... On the count of three, ready? So we will see you next time. Remember, if you see any of these movies and want to do a review, you get two free movie passes. So until next time, bye-bye.